Hi, everyone. Welcome to Refine and Grow with Justin and Lindsay. My name is Lindsay Allen. And my name is Justin Euler, and this is your podcast for proven strategies on navigating and managing work life. So on this episode, Lindsay and I are going to focus a bit of our conversation on the skip level. And if you are unfamiliar with that term, the skip level is a conversation that one has with their manager's manager or their leader's leader. So it literally skips a level. And these are conversations that depending upon the level of skip conversation could happen monthly, could happen every other month, could happen quarterly, probably not less frequently than quarterly, probably not more frequently than monthly, no matter the level. These were activities that we engaged on with pretty strong discipline when Lindsay and I were both on the Microsoft account for our former consulting firm together. And it was something enacted by the account leadership and was something that was practiced with great discipline. The skip level really depended upon the topic, the nature of the skip level. So you could have a skip level that's more professional development or organizational, but it's not tied to a specific block of work or a particular project. In the case of how it was used on the Microsoft account, it was very much tied to a project or a program. So we would have deep dives with our skip level, probably I want to say about once a month in that particular case. And that was very much tied to overall status of how the project or program was going. Any risks or issues our skip level person, our leader needed to be aware of or attuned to. The last big bucket was really what asks did we have for them? What requests did we have of them? What did we need them to do? And so that was really a project or program oriented skip level within the confines of an account, a very, very large account. But we also took this concept of skip levels within our former consulting firm as part of professional development and growth. And it was a highly matrix organization. So your skip level, there's a little bit of flexibility or variability. I'm in an organization now where there's a very well-defined organizational hierarchy. There's still some matrix elements to it, but much more hierarchical in terms of boxes and lines and direct reports. And you know how you stack and roll up in the organization. We have skip levels in this organization, but oddly, the skip level culture is strongest with those who came from the original firm that Lindsay and I came from. So most of my colleagues or leaders that came from my former consulting firm have this strongly entrenched skip culture mentality. It's familiar. It's almost expected. And within the confines of my legacy practice in the Americas, it's just part of our culture. It's just something we do. And in our case, I usually hold skip levels monthly with everybody on my team. And skip level is a relative term. They may be two layers below me in the organizational chart, but we still do skip levels once a month, or they have the option to do once a month. And then I do weeklies with my direct reports on the whole. The idea is that we never want to go more than two months without having spoken to one another. That kind of helps frame the skip level. Before I move on and talk about the content and roles and responsibilities in the skip level, Lindsay, any additional thoughts or color you would add? Well, for me, another way to say skip level is a lot of times an executive. If you're in that large percentage of folks who are sort of in a middle management, 
role. And as a consultant, when I come in, I'm usually supporting and directly reporting on a day-to-day basis to a direct report of an executive. But it's that skip level, that executive who sort of sets the strategic direction and serves as this escalation point. And they would be often the decision maker on success metrics, how we can tell if we've been successful or not, and have that bigger picture in mind and understand where we fit our team or what our project or program into that broader picture. If you're having a difficult time understanding skip level, that's another way to think of it, who's sort of giving the direction outside of your day-to-day managerial contact. Yeah, that's fair. Let's spend a few minutes and just talk about roles and responsibilities and kind of content. Really simple. There's two folks in this conversation, right? There's the leader and then there's you. I really believe that the onus of owning the skip level and setting the tone and the tenor for the skip level in a lot of ways is the more junior person. In my world currently and in my past, the leader would create the opportunity, not literally, but metaphorically invite us in to a skip level conversation. They'd set that expectation that, hey, this is something I like to have. This is something that's open and available to you. You can take advantage of it or not. But ownership really falls on the junior person to take advantage of that opportunity, to RSVP to that opportunity, set up the skip level conversation, set the agenda. I know I've had some folks that have joined my team that have really been thrown by that. And they're like, well, you're the leader. That's your job. You're supposed to do it. Well, okay. But in this situation, it's really an opportunity. It's an opportunity to have access. It's an opportunity to have dialogue and conversation. It's an opportunity to ask questions. It's an opportunity that I don't necessarily feel like that leader has to provide, but does provide. And I get to take advantage of So I have folks who have skip levels with me, but then I also am someone pursuing skip levels with leaders above me in the organization. And I fully see it as an opportunity. I see it as a privilege. I take advantage of it with gratitude. And I'm very careful. I was just telling Lindsay before we started recording that I was actually supposed to have a skip level today. And I pushed it because I didn't want to waste that executive time because I was having a really hard time coming up with my objectives and agenda for the conversation. So I was probably overthinking it, but nevertheless, and this is someone with whom I'm highly familiar. So this is not some dude up in a suit up on the 11th floor that I've never met or spoken to. It's someone I've had familiarity with. It's someone I've shared an Uber with. I'm familiar. I'm comfortable with this person. I just could not think of what I wanted to discuss. So onus, onus is really on the junior person. Invitation, the opportunity is seated by the senior individual, but the onus and the ownership is really on the junior person. I keep it really simple. Okay. I really do believe that as the owner of the skip level one, likely you're the one that's going to work with the executive assistant to set up the time. If they have an executive assistant, I do not. So you work with me directly. I'm not that senior of a leader yet. Set up that time, set up the cadence, the recurrence, make sure you set that invitation up properly. It's not a good look if you know. And then clearly put what I call standing objectives and standing agenda. Okay, so these are things that can vary over time, but it's kind of a pre-templated discussion guide. You should have no more than three objectives ever. And your agenda should drive the achievement of those objectives. So 
we could probably talk about that in another podcast entirely about objectives and agendas and how they work together. But I really like to have three clear objectives and then an agenda that supports the achievement of those objectives. And again, it's standing, so it could vary and adjust. And if it tweaks and adjusts, then I'll update that individual invite and make the necessary adjustments. But at least it sets out an expectation for what we're hoping to do with the time together. And in my case, it's usually no more than 30 minutes. So some questions that you may want to ask yourself as you think about what you want to talk about. What do you want to get out of it? That's somewhat connected to the objectives, right? Like, what are you hoping to get out of this thing? What will it do for you? And what do you hope to achieve? Which is a good question to ask about most any meeting. What do you want that executive to do? What are your expectations of that executive? How do you want them to engage? What do you want them to do on the call? Another way of putting it is, what's your ask? Right. If you're going to take an executive's time, always need to have an ask of them. And I have always felt this strange pressure in coming up with that ask. And subsequently, I think my asks sometimes are pretty cheesy, but you need to have an ask. What can they do for you? Now, it's not a religious rule. If you break it, you're going to be okay. Sometimes my boss, when we're just having our normal one-on-ones, he's like, so what can I do for you? I'm like, ah, I think you've done enough already in both good and bad ways. <laughs> I encourage you to have an ask, and I think nine times out of 10, you should be making an ask of that leader. And again, this is not the opportunity to renegotiate your salary or ask for a promotion because you're subverting the quote unquote chain of command. But it could be as simple as, I would love it if you could clarify, you said X, Y, and Z in your last all hands call. Could you clarify that for me? That's an ask. That's an easy ask for them usually. Another example of an ask is, hey, Bob, I know that you really value community engagement, community interaction. Would you be willing to sponsor more happy hours? You know, these are kind of cheesy softball examples, but they're examples of an ask appropriate for an executive. That's kind of what I think of as far as like roles and responsibilities, how I think about where the onus of the one-on-one should sit or the skip level, thoughts around objectives and agenda, ensuring you have an ask. I think those are really necessary. At the end of the day, I really just want to have, as a leader participating in skip levels, I really just want to have a conversation with someone. I want to get to know them more. I want to understand their concerns, their fears. I want to maybe get some feedback on where we're doing things well and where we could improve. I value the opinion of my people being grounded in where they're providing their feedback. They don't always have visibility into the things the context that I have visibility into, but nevertheless still valuable. It helps me to understand how different messages are landing, how different policies and procedures are landing, whether people feel valued, heard, whether they want to have a career in our organization. And so I always value the conversations immensely. Lindsay, how about you? What are your thoughts around this? Yeah, explaining the roles and responsibilities. It's a lot of the tips for how to deal with a difficult executive or skip level person. So what I have experienced when I've had difficulty with skip level folks is not being clear on direction. When you say, Justin, you know, make sure that you've got objectives and then an agenda that helps you achieve those objectives and their standing objectives, that one of those standing objectives is to make sure that you are asking the right questions to ensure that you are on the right page. And the other thing I thought of and something that we've touched on in other episodes and past seasons is making sure you understand if you see yourself when you're interacting with a skip level, 
in an org chart, if you can visualize an org chart and you think, okay, I have on my plate A, B, and C, and maybe your manager that you report to has, let's say, three directs. So you've got a couple of peers. And so you've got A, B, C on your plate and peer number one has D, E, F on their plate and peer number two has G, H, I on their plate. And then If the skip level person that your manager reports directly into has three or four direct reports, so your manager plus your manager's peers, maybe that skip level person has A through Z on their plate. And you're trying to just tell them about A or B or C. They often need a reminder of what A or B or C is. So sometimes when I've had difficulty with that skip level, it's the lack of understanding or ability to reach back into our last conversation, particularly if it's, you know, once a month or every two months or quarterly about what is A or B or C. So I think it's important to recap for them and make sure that they understand what you're talking about to ensure that you do get the right direction. Because other difficult situations that I've encountered with skip level is them giving wrong direction due to my manager and or I not providing the correct information. Justin, you went over some of what your preferences are when somebody two levels below you is meeting with you as the skip level. I would say that's super important to understand the preferences and expectations of what skip level conversations look like in your very first meeting with a skip level. So when I've run into difficulty, it usually is around those things. And I think you did a great job, Justin, explaining how do you approach this and what are the roles and that helps you to avoid those types of difficult scenarios. For sure. If you're in an organization where a skip level is not part of the conversation, I would highly encourage you to put some feelers out there and see how your leaders might respond to the skip level conversation. I find it to be valuable and both as a leader and as one who is following a leader. They're incredibly insightful, helpful conversations that really help to bridge the gap between the more strategic layer of the organization, the more operational layer of the organization, or even the operational layer of the organization to the tactical layer of the organization. It's really a nice informal bridge. You won't find it on a target operating model or on a strategy doc. It helps form some of the glue that ties and binds all those different layers of the organization. And frankly, all those people together, you never know what kind of opportunities are going to come out of these conversations. So I can't encourage you enough to either lean into your skip level conversations if you're in an organization for which it's already part of the culture. And if it's not, I might encourage you to consider it. That's all for today. Don't forget to head out to our website to download the tips and tricks worksheet from today's episode, download case studies, subscribe to our podcast and newsletter and more. And tune in next week for an all new episode. Thanks for listening.